This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Well, our top story. Now, Rachel told me to Google Susan Boyle and anal, and I was not disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I did just that as instructed. Well, Susan Boyle, who you might remember, she's a well-known singer. She kind of came around in the 2010s. Is that when she hit? I feel like she was like 2008. So even before. But it's somewhere around that period because it was internet. But she she was on Twitter. It was like a Twitter thing, I remember too. It it was definitely a Twitter. Maybe it was like 2010. I think it was later because I was writing for that uh, teen website. And we definitely wrote about Susan Boyle. You're right. Because I do remember that sounds familiar that she kind of viral she went viral because she was on a tv show a singing show in the uk and she's like this old school marm looking lady and then out comes this beautiful voice and everyone's shocked right because it's also typically not the type of contestant you would see on these shows right they're like young pop star wannabes right and here's susan boyle a middle-aged woman Singing her heart out. Didn't they fix her eyebrows after she I'm did? sure they gave her a little makeover. They gave, Nothing too dramatic. But it was definitely at least like the articles about her at the time were a little shady about her looks. Right. They're like, can you believe this ogre <laughs> has such a beautiful voice? Just like definitely in those a those like era where people were still kind of mean to people. Um, but anyway, she had a pretty successful career going for a bit. What was her big hit? I Dreamed a Dream. I Dreamed a Dream. She's got that sort of operatic style singing, right? Yeah. It's not like a standard. She was like an adult listening artist. She wasn't She wasn't popping her she, pussy. She was not popping her <laughs> pussy. Maybe she is now, though. Well, this is a headline from the Daily Star UK Susan Boyle fans in disbelief as very X-rated song is listed on her Spotify. Susan Boyle fans could barely contain themselves after a listing appeared on Spotify for a song called Anal Queen. <laughs> Look, she's changing directions. I like that. We don't know. Susan Boyle fans, wasn't that her other thing too? She was like a virgin Wait, really? I feel like that was like part of the spiel. Why does that sound kind of familiar? Because I'm, I know, I I wrote about her for sure. I'm pretty sure that was like a thing. She was like a virgin, uh, like whatever. I mean, it makes sense just based on how 
like her whole image that people couldn't believe this old bag. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm calling her an old bag. I'm just saying that was like the rhetoric. No, the compliments were always extremely backhanded. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, With Susan Boyle, look at this disgusting old bag. Yeah. Would you ever think that it's like, she well, why not? Like had talent. Yeah. So her fans are literally having a meltdown over this apparently, but is she the victim of an apparent hack or is she really dropping anal queen on us? We don't know. Okay. Desi, here's a headline from April 15th, 2009. Susan Boyle from virgin to singing sensation. (laughs) No, I definitely remember virgin being a part of her. Like she wasn't necessarily doing it, yeah. but it was something people loved to talk, to write about. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you said, her typical songs are I Dreamed a Dream, uh, Wonderful World, Standing Ovation, the greatest songs from stage. Like that's her typical thing. She does these covers. Um, but Anal Queen was now perched at the top of her Spotify. You know how they list the tracks in order of like popularity? Yeah. Anal Queen was number one. And why wouldn't it be? <laughs> we're sick of we're sick of I Dreamed a Dream. <laughs> the song title um, has now disappeared though, not before it was spotted by these fans who thought it was absolutely hilarious. I guess some people obviously enjoyed it. Many flocked to um tweet about it, to joke about the fact that Anal Queen was number one on Susan Boyle's um, list. On her Spotify page. On her Spotify uh, page. Um, That got Susan Boyle trending. So if you were wondering why she's back in the news, that's why. Um, Here's a listing. Yeah. Popular releases, Susan Boyle, Anal Queen. (laughs) It's number one. <laughs> I want to hear that song. The, I listened to it yesterday. The album artwork for it is like hot pink yeah. leopard print. Yeah. It's I'm like looking at it right now. It's really, um, it's really cute. One person tweeted, I'm sorry, what? But it's not actually her. There's some glitch happened, right? Yeah. I think. I think. Because I listened to it and it sounds like a pop song with clearly not her vocals. One person tweeted, Susan Boyle really took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) There's no end to Susan Boyle's talent. Just love her. (laughs) Uh, It's not the first time something like this has happened to her. Who She's 62 now. Um, More than a decade ago, her PR team tickled fans when they invited people Oh, see, this is what um, this is what I mentioned to you earlier. I knew there was some other anal thing in her history. <laughs> <laughs> she had one of those infamous hashtag where you put all the words together and two of them line up in a way. Yes. Okay. So she had an an album party release, <laughs> but the hash the hashtag read anal bum party. <laughs> Susan, so it was Susan, Susan Boyle's anal bum party. <laughs> I like the idea that you would have to do anal and bum together. This poor woman. Uh, so that was that was the one I remember collecting tweets for. Yeah. you know, one of those stupid stories. Um, <laughs> she she looks good. Like Look, she's definitely she's had a mini mini glow up. Wait, I hate when you fucking do something on these sites and they just all reload and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's so freaking irritating. I want to show you her glow up. Look, 
She looks cute. Yeah, they definitely fixed her hair. It's an age-appropriate, her style glow up. It's like she's not trying to look like something she's not. She's matronly chic. Yeah. So um, thank you for that tip, Rachel. You're welcome. Uh, I thought it was relevant to our interests. I love a Susan Boyle anal update. Mm. Um, So in other news, this is a follow-up on a story we briefly talked about last week on the mini, and then we did a deeper dive on our after show, and that is the Danny Masterson trial. His wife, Bijou Phillips, filed for divorce today, but... As people quickly pointed out, this is probably just in order to protect her assets. I think this happens a lot when yeah. uh, the husband is convicted of something. Um, as we mentioned last week, he had been sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for, um, I think, two charges of forcible rape. She filed um, for divorce today and listed the date of separation as TBD, which means to be determined. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Desi. You know, some people need an explanation. That's, I'm just reading the article from page six. They're, they're, they actually explained it. I don't know why. Um, she excited irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split. She is seeking spousal support and requested that he not be getting spousal support from her. So <laughs> is the plan, is the plan to transfer Spousal support, meaning to transfer all of his money over to her so that if his victims seek some kind of financial settlement that they don't have access to it? I mean, I don't know exactly how this stuff works uh, because they have separate property assets and obligations already. And perhaps they have some kind of uh, agreement related to that where her assets would be protected. She might just be trying to protect her assets, not his. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but the time to divorce your husband is when he's accused of rape, <laughs> in my opinion. It's, it's not funny, but it's, yeah. Like, it's a, yeah. Like, what your irreconcilable differences just happened? Because, in my opinion, well, people were all pretty. Uh, many people were saying, people were pointing out how she has stuck by him this entire time. Yes. So it just seemed like, Interesting that it happened right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how all of that stuff works, but uh, just thought I would give you that update. It is a big update. Yeah. Um, Regardless of the reasoning, I suppose. Now, I'm just going to briefly mention this for some of our listeners who are reality TV stands. Shannon Bedore was arrested for a DUI and a hit and run. Now, I'm anti-drunk driving 100% period, of course, as all of us should be. It's not funny. She literally ran into a freaking house with her car. Now, the reason I wanted to bring up the story, however, is she tried to get out of this incident in a very interesting way. She had her dog with her in the car when she crashed her car into this person's house. No one was injured. And when the cops arrived, she pretended that she was out walking her dog. What? She left Wait. her car. <laughs> she left her car and was acting like she was on the street walking her dog. Like, oh, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> Whose car is that? That is an insane thing to do. That's pretty 
quick thinking when you're drunk, although it is kind of like a drunk thing to do. It's a very drunk thing to do. And it reminded me of the woman who put the cheeseburger on her foot <laughs> when the cops busted her having sex in the out in the Waffle House parking lot. Yeah. Like it is a it's like one of those drunken moments of genius, but also absolute absurdity. Was like, the cheeseburger on the foot wait, why did she put the cheeseburger on the foot? Because she had to get out of the car. Oh yeah. She thought it was a sandal. <laughs> Look, I could picture doing something like that when you're struggling. <laughs> the cop, your scop, the cops are scaring you. You want to yeah. get out of the car. Um, and anyway, I wanted to bring that up because I just thought that was absolutely insane. I have spoken to some people in our Discord about this woman because I, she's one of those people I don't get, but everyone else seems to get like her. And I'm I'm completely triggered by her. Whoa. <laughs> well, I hope she gets the help she clearly needs. Well, she did say she's not an alcoholic mm. already. So I don't know. But hopefully she gets some help. So a few people sent us this story. Bears raid a Krispy Kreme donut van making deliveries on an Alaska military base. So two bears on an Alaska military base raided a Krispy Kreme donut van that was stopped outside a convenience store during its delivery route. And those bears were named Desi and Rachel. <laughs> they pulled off their masks. Surprise! The, um, the driver said he usually leaves his doors open when he stops at the store, but this time uh, he didn't do that. He just left it unlocked. And a bear and one of her cubs, so a mama bear and one of her cubs who kind of loiter outside this convenience store like two certain little teens this was bratty pre- teens this was premeditated yeah i love it so they're outside this loitering <laughs> hands behind their back <laughs> pretending to do whatever they're doing the guy enters the the delivery person enters the store and the bears just go in the truck and start chomping on donut holes and other pastries um now the other funny aspect of this store story is that they like shut the door <gasps> and people were banging on the side of the van to get them to open the door, I guess, which is kind of crazy because a bear's not going to listen to you to open the door. Wait, the bears shut the door? Yeah. The ba- <laughs> so they're banging <laughs> hey, on the side of the van. Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, can you please open the van door? I like that they're like, the bears ignored the banging. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because they don't know what the hell that means. We're <laughs> trying to eat in peace. Um, so, yeah, I guess they were. They wanted to... She, the store manager said, I was beating on the van and they're not moving. I could hear them breaking open the packages and everything. I was like, they don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even care. <laughs> She's truly outraged. These bears do not have zero manners. They don't don't give a shit. Um, The bears could not be roused. Did they pass out after eating? Um, So they called security. Um, They sounded some sirens meant to scare away the bears. But they're still locked in the truck? Yeah. They eventually came out and wandered in front of the convenience store for a bit before heading back into the woods. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Uh, so yeah, they went and pigged out. I fucking love it. I love that the bears did not listen to this woman. They uh, were hungry. Who wouldn't want some Krispy Kreme donuts and other pastries? I want some right now. They don't even care. 
They don't They're even just care. Disrespectful bears. Um, that sounds good. Um, so yeah, that's all our stories. We'll be back after this break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Desi, what are we listening to this week? Well, I actually do have a recommendation. Oh my God. So... I really love this podcast called The Dream. Yes. Um, I love the host. Her name is Jane. And she has a new season out of The Dream. And this is all about her going to a life coach. She's exploring the world world of life coaches. Wow. So in the past, she has done um, like MLMs. I think that was season one. That was season and one. And season two, it was, it was kind of like crystals. Wellness, wellness type stuff. And this season she is going into the world of life coaches and she really does it herself. Like she herself sort of is going through it. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit more of a personal season. So if you haven't checked out this podcast before, definitely start from the beginning and work your way through it. It's really good. I really love her podcast. I haven't listened to this season yet, but I'm excited too. Yes. So yeah, that's my podcast recommendation. What about your music recommendation? What were you? I was at the gym with you last night. What were you jamming out to? I don't think I was jamming out to anything. I think I was listening to a podcast. Oh. <laughs> um, let me see what my last music searches were. Oh, yeah. I don't have anything good. I don't have anything new. Do you? What were you jamming out to? You were like, I got to put my headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what I was jamming out to. Oh, I was listening to E40's very important 1995 album in a major way. Oh. You get through that last 10 minutes on the treadmill. I had to get through that last <laughs> 10 minutes listening to Dusted and Disgusted featuring Tupac and Mac Mall and Spice One. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. You, you didn't even go faster, though, I have to say. I went incline. <laughs> I went at a, a higher incline. You went though. at a higher incline. So you needed the tunes. I needed the tunes to get me through. Um, I needed the that kind of motivation. Yes. So, yeah, that's all. Any other podcast? Podcast. Podcasts. I was listening to a pretty interesting episode of Case File this week. Because oh. I have all this like built, I like, I've subscribed to Case File for so many years that like it's one of those podcasts I like got out of the habit of listening to. Like I forgot and I have all these built up episodes. Oh, nice. So I've been binging it again and really enjoying it. And I listened to an episode, it's their most recent episode called The Alpine Manor Murders. And it Ooh. is twisted. <gasps> it is a twisted episode. And it is like, makes me want to read this book that they used for their research. It's really sad. It's sad, it's frustrating, and it's 
just interesting. I liked, I enjoyed the episode, even though it was like very sad. Wow. I don't know it. The case. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, a, it's a killer couple case. Ooh. Alpine Manor. It's a, yeah. Is that a location? It's, it's a um, nursing home. Oh, damn. So it's one. That's so not good. <laughs> so you know it's sad, right? Yeah, yeah. You know it's like people That's, targeting the most vulnerable oh in, in our community. Um, but it was a very fascinating story, and um, it's a good podcast. If you, if I mean, look, they don't need our promotion. They're one of the biggest true crime podcasts out there. But sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you don't know. Case File is like one of the most, if not the most straightforward, just the facts podcast. That's the, the guy, right? It's the Australian guy who nobody knows his name or his identity. Face or his identity. And I remember one time I said, I, I think he's hot because I bet he's hot because he's Australian and Australian guys are really hot. And somebody commented, they're like, I know who he is and he's not that hot. But I don't know. Maybe he just wasn't her type. I still think he's hot. And sometimes people have different... Uh, Idea like I think someone's hot who isn't the standard hot. Sometimes I have a lot like Steve of Steve Buscemi. Well, yeah, he's very hot, but he he's not like if you don't know his personality, maybe you wouldn't think he was hot, right? Yeah, like he's not like I don't typically go for like the the kind of standard whatever yeah. male model hot or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I've obviously Steve Buscemi. We had long conversations <laughs> we, <laughs> about Steve Buscemi being hot and how he eats pussy. Absolutely. That's like an old Hollywood crime scene conversation. That's canon. That is canon on this show. <laughs> yeah. so, so I wonder. Yeah. No, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know that he's not. Maybe he's kind of dorky hot. He might be dorky hot, but it's true. Everybody does have their own definitions of, of what hot is, and I think that's beautiful. Yes, but I am. I would love to see him, though. I'm so... Because like, maybe I, we would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it I know. is possible. It is possible, but I, I just totally stereotyped him because I assumed because he's Australian. Well, every Australian guy I've seen, they're all hot. We're only seeing their best. We're only <laughs> seeing their best, but they're, you know, we're seeing the uh, the Daniel Johns from Silverchair. Like the, yeah. And the, the Hemsworth The Hemsworth brothers. brothers. <laughs> all those hot, who's another Aussie? A hot Aussie. Is Charlie Hunnam Aussie or is he British? I think he's British, but he definitely Dude, is hot. Did you I just see saw him, him on yes. the picket? <laughs> Charlie Hunnam and his other co-stars were out on the picket line this past week, and he is... Why mm, is he so hot? Mm, he is a work of art, that man. Yeah, Australia should claim him. If, if <laughs> I, do I do think he's British, and I apologize. I, do too. I apologize for our British listeners for They're making screaming. that mistake. They're screaming. They're like, we are they're, not the same country. Tearing their clothes in anger. <laughs> I'd be mad too. They're tearing out their britches. You wanna you wanna claim that hottie as your own for sure. Let's confirm this right now. Let's just let's see. I mean, there's look, there's a lot of British actors I think are really delicious too. Charlie Hunnam. Ugh. He's English. Yeah. He's an English actor. Ugh. He is so hot. He's from Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, I love when you're from a. I like the three named towns. Where right, there's like little cute like word in the middle because you upon, know upon it's like a little fairy tale village, little medieval ass <laughs> village sounding yeah. name. Yes, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Australian guys are 
typically hot, the ones I've seen. Because there's a lot of surfers and that type. Yeah, because they're just like laid back party animal beach guys, right? All of all of your men from Australia. <laughs> Here's yeah. me generalizing. I'm like, but then there's the ones who are like, you know, the ones Catherine Knight was married to. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Those, <laughs> so they definitely have their... Uh, they got a range. Those guys were not hot. We're not thinking of those guys. We're not. No, I'm just thinking of the like... Um, the more well-known ones. The well-known that we would Aussies. See. Yeah. All the Australian celebrities are hot. Absolutely. Isn't, Sometimes you get a group of, of tourists where they're all Australian guys and they're all kind of hot. Isn't Ben Mendelsohn Australian? Yeah, he's hot. He's hot. See, that's an that's a more unique hot. Because he's an Aussie Jew. Oh. That's what interesting. A That's a combo. <laughs> That's a hot combo. He's so hot. I love him. <laughs> he is him. really hot. Um, now I'm like all smiling. I know, me too. Him. I love him. <laughs> uh, so should we move on? <laughs> From other. hotties? I feel like I listened to one more podcast this week. Um, probably nothing as exciting as the no, case, I as do case wanna, file. I do want to I do feel like send us a picture of the case file guy we promise we won't show. Anyone. We promise we won't tell, but we'll I just do keep it to ourselves. But I do understand and respect why a podcast host would want to be anonymous. It is interesting though knowing that live touring is such a big part now of podcasting that he can never live tour going live. I mean, I don't know. What would a case file live He's show making be like? Enough. Well, he's yeah, he's making plenty, and his I team. Get it. Uh, he also doesn't really need it to build anything because he's like so popular. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's that's chilling. the life. He's chilling. Anyway, um, what'd you eat? I. When did we last do this? Last week. I guess. Last week. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. A week ago. I get confused sometimes. What we talk about on the after show. We did not talk about food on this after show because I said I wanted to save the Rosh Hashanah Roundup. Right. I don't have anything interesting, so why don't you just get to your uh, Rosh Hashanah Roundup? Or the Rosh Hashanah Rundown. I think that's what I called it. Okay. But Roundup, what, Rundown? Round, it's a roundup of all the foods I ate. Okay. Rosh Hashanah was this past weekend. Happy New Year to all my fellow members of the tribe. Mm. Including Ben Mendelsohn. Including, <laughs> including especially. especially to Ben Mendelsohn, Shana Tova. There's a lot of bread involved. Yeah. Hala. It's not Passover. It's not Passover <laughs> where you got to eat that shitty little cracker mm. and have to... Passover Pas- slander. I, la- I love Passover. Passover might be my favorite of all the Jewish holidays. But in terms of like desserts for Passover... Mm. Terrible. It's a struggle. <laughs> it is a fucking struggle. <laughs> uh, but Rosh Hashanah is great because there, I mean, unless you're like kosher, which I am not, there's really no dietary restrictions on the holiday. Yeah. So I did make a loaf of challah bread. Again, my favorite recipe is Claire Saffitt's New York Times challah recipe. It is excellent. It takes a very long time to, to proof, but it is worth it. Yeah. I got up at 9 a.m. and I was nonstop cooking even while after my guests arrived after 7 p.m. Yeah. All those hours. I also decided to bake a pie. Mm. And in sticking with the apples and honey theme, I made an apple honey thyme pie. Honey thyme. <laughs> honey thyme. Thyme the, the herb. Yeah. But the thyme, I got to say, it was not that present. 
Yeah. And I was fine with that because it was a delicious pie. I got that recipe from the New York Times as well. Yeah. Pie, not, not a traditionally Jewish dessert, but I love pie. Yes. I think a traditional Rosh Hashanah dessert is a honey cake. Yes. But I wanted some, I wanted like a pastry thing since I was make, already making the challah. Yeah. I don't, I haven't had a good honey cake. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm sure they have like great recipes now mm. that aren't like dried out or whatever. I like honey, but it's like not a flavor I'm like want featured necessarily. Oh, I love it. I don't want like a whole honey cake. I'm sorry. I Ooh, don't. Wow. <laughs> well, I didn't make that. I mean, I know that I'm just saying it's not like something that I'm like, ooh, I want that. It yeah. doesn't like really super appeal to me. Like I love honey and I like it as an addition, but I don't know. The pie was really good. It turned out great. I made a great crust. And what else did we make? I made some, I made a roast chicken, which was really just a, a, a means to make chickeny potatoes because mm. you roast the potatoes yeah. with the chicken. We had so much food, we didn't even eat the chicken because <gasps> the chicken always takes longer than you think, yeah. roasting in the oven. So we did have the potatoes, but we were all stuffed by the time the chicken was ready. So I just wrapped it up. I've been eating it all week. Yeah. Anyway, Sandy, friend of the pod, Sandy Danto, he came over and he made a brisket. Yum. It was delicious. I was so happy to have someone else make a brisket because I had so many other things I was cooking and I've actually never made brisket before. So I was a little nervous in attempting that, but he's made it. Yeah. He made a great one. And I also made... Rosemary shortbread cookies. Oh, your mom's. I made my mom's recipe for rosemary shortbread cookies, and Brendan made an excellent salad. Oh, right. He made a really good salad with little gem lettuce mm. and fresh herbs like flat leaf parsley and tarragon. Yum. And it was it was really good. And Brendan was in charge of the cheese board. Like I said, non kosher. We don't we don't do kosher in this household because no. we like cheese too much. Yeah. We had a cheese board, and he he got the cheeses from this really great little cheese shop in Silver Lake called Say Cheese. It's been there forever. Mm-hmm. It's right next to Trader Joe's, across mm-hmm. the street from Gelson's. I know it well. It's a great little neighborhood cheese shop, and you should support their business. If you can get a parking space. If you can get a parking space <laughs> in Trader Joe's. Well, we parked at Gelson's and walked across. It's the- so difficult. Yeah, but the guy, the owner was there that day, and he picked out the cheeses for us. He he picked out his recommendations. I love it. He said, we got a goat's milk, we got mm. a sheep's milk, we got a cow's milk, and something else, and a brie. Brie? That's cows. That's cows also. Yeah. No, I love it. I love a cheese board. It was really good, and... Um, I had some Martinelli's apple cider. Cute. Yeah. The classic. That's my go-to dinner party beverage. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. And then, did I talk about Donna's? I did. I already talked about Donna's. Donna's Donna's was good. Um, I randomly went to Din Tai Fung. You did? Yeah, because I had to like do some stuff over in Glendale. Mm -hmm. As one does. As one does. (laughs) 
we were walking around. I'm like, let's just, I'm starving. Like, let's just go to Din Tai Fung and get some dumplings. Are they still in the same location? Yeah. Because they're moving to the Galleria. Yeah, they're in the same location. I wonder when they're moving. They're moving inside the Galleria? Yes, they have a bigger space. Maybe they uh, maybe they did move because you know what I've actually never sat down at Din Tai Fung. I've only ordered delivery from them. But if it's in the Americana, then it's the old space. It was like on the Americana side. Yeah, it hasn't moved yet. Yeah, I, I don't know when there there it's going to be like a double space size space at the Galleria. It already seemed pretty big. Not as big. Not as big as they're gonna Not be. As it's gonna be. It's Not, gonna be huge. It's gonna be. A, Triple-decker Din Tai Fung. I guess. You know, the Galleria, they need something popping off over there. They really it's, do. Uh, it's dead. I mean, there's always people shopping, but there's no like there's no like hopping thing. That's because it's to. an indoor mall, and indoor malls are sadly dead, which makes me sad. Because they always are like, they always got stores you haven't seen in 20. It's like, oh, Tilly's? Yeah, Tilly's. Yeah, <laughs> it's, always like- <laughs> it's always a Tilly's. Yeah. Um, and these weird food places you've never heard of. Oh my God. It's such a throwback. Like why were malls so exciting in the eighties and nineties? I don't know. Once you go to an outdoor mall, you can't, it's hard to go back in. It is hard to go because the <laughs> outdoor mall shops were, I mean, cause there always was outdoor malls and the outdoor malls is where you typically find the more high end, higher end stores. I think the thing about indoor malls, they're always anchored by stores. No one likes anymore. It's always like a huge J.C. Penney or Macy's Sears. or Sears. So the uh, the outdoor malls typically are more like a Nordstrom, right? Like a more you know popular. More, uh, you know what I mean? Like when you go to those malls, it's like those anchor stores are just like what? They're the, the same as they have always been. It's always the saddest Macy's you've ever been to in your life, and it's always everything always looks like it's about to go out of business. Yeah, at an indoor mall, it's really. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad vibes, but I did lo- I did love the indoor mall, the Northgate Mall as a kid so much, but I mean... But it's a perfect place to hang out as a kid. When you're like 13 years old and you get dropped off at the mall and you just, you go to Wet Seal and you buy something slutty that your mom gets yells at you about later. Yeah. No, the mall was it. You go there, you look cute. People, we might see a boy. Oh. <sighs> Getting ready to go to the mall, like just putting, hang, you just hang out there. Just getting, what are we doing just there? getting ready, putting on your Jerome Russell body glitter. Do you remember that brand? <laughs> no. Somebody knows Jerome Russell body glitter. I had like a t- tub of it, that like holographic body glitter, and just like I used to put it on my eyebrows. I put it like all over my entire oh, fucking yeah. lid. I mean, I had glitter stuff, but and I like on my shoulders. Oh yeah, and then you just be walking around the mall in like just huge chunks of fucking glitter, huge chunks of glitter everywhere with your like saccharine sweet Bonnie Bell lip gloss, and you're like, I look so good right now. Yeah, you know what I was reminded of um, recently was skin so soft. I'm oh my god, <laughs> the bug spray. Yes. But that bug spray that seemed like it wasn't bug spray. Because it kind of smelled sweet and powdery. Well, the f- packaging of it wasn't like the rest of the bug sprays. I don't think it was meant to be bug spray. I think it was actually like a body. Really? Like, yes. And I think it had I think it had a secret bug spray effect. It was like off-label bug spray? I 
think so. I think it became an iconic anti-bug thing, but I don't feel like it initially was. It's I could be so wrong. funny. Because it doesn't seem like bug spray. It's like, is that like Avon or something? What is that brand? I... I can't remember. Do they still, I haven't thought about it in Do so they long. still make skin yes, so soft? I think so. I genuinely, my memory is that it just became this bug thing, but wasn't initially. It's not as popular as it was when I was a kid. Because it probably doesn't really work that well. And now that we're getting like West Nile virus and stuff, we need like a real... <laughs> anyway, the reason I think I saw it was because people were talking about it and our Discord related to Texas mosquitoes. Oh, which we, yeah. We need to think about because mosquitoes love me. They do. Yes. They're like, look at this sweet little redhead. Look at this sweet bitch. little, look at her. She can't even go in the sun. <laughs> Let's attack her. Let's she's attack she's her. hanging out in the dank dungeons <laughs> out of the sun with us. <laughs> yeah. We gotta eat that blood. Ugh. It's rare. It's rare blood. <laughs> Wait, are the mosquitoes really bad in Texas? Look, I don't remember, but probably I think depending where you are, maybe it's not that bad in Austin because it's more dry. Maybe it's bad in like Houston. I, I don't know. I never think about mosquitoes. Is that bad? Like people have been claiming complaining about the mosquitoes in Los Angeles this summer and how bad it is. I haven't gotten bit once. I have. I have them all over. They don't like that my blood is pumping full of like um, vape juice 24-7. Maybe your vape keeps them away. My vape is a repellent. Look at this disgusting person. I I don't know. I do know certain people get attacked by mosquitoes more than others. Yeah. So there must be some kind of thing to it. Uh, so yeah, I did think I was like, oh shit, we need to think about that. Cause we're going to be wearing little short shorts. We got some slutty little outfits to walk around town in. Well, it's going to be hot. Well, so yeah. So it's practical That's too. why there's, it's practical to be slutty. <laughs> it's it's always practical to be slutty. <laughs> there's practicality. They're going to come to my white little legs. I know. Your creamy legs. <laughs> Your creamy see thighs. Those, see those fucking legs a mile away. <laughs> Long, bright white. <laughs> Against all the other tan Texans right. with their horseback ride in Texas skin. <laughs> They're always out in the sun. <laughs> I need to get some jodhpurs to keep the mosquitoes oh at bay. Oh, my God. Uh, um, but that reminds me, go buy tickets. Go buy tickets. Show. We have a live show. Our very first live show is in Austin next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, bitches. It is September 26th at 7.15 p.m. at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas. You've put it off long enough. We've put it off long <laughs> enough. This is our first live show, but we we have more coming. We don't have the uh, dates of the next shows yet, so stay tuned. But this is the first one. And tell your friends in Austin if you don't live in Austin Tell, tell your, their friends to go. Tell your friends to buy tickets because yes. we want to sell this show out. Or at least do really well. We want our manager <laughs> to be like, look how many tickets they sold. Yeah. And so we can come to your city next. Yeah. Yeah. So help us help you see uh, us. Help eventually. us help. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah. we have some more time. So is there any other pressing issues going on? No. No. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I'm excited to eat in Austin. We're 
we're we're beyond excited. We're to eat. planning our meals. I've been looking at menus. We're going to give know. a full report. Yes. So we're going to give exciting. a full report. I'm very excited to meet the people of Austin since I've never been to Texas. I've driven through Texas before, but I've never like hung out there. No, it's going to be fun. I want to try to um I do know some people who will be in town for Fantastic Fest. We got to corral so them. So I want to go Maybe we can go to something Sunday. Maybe there's some fun party we can uh, get into. And we can bully people to come to our show. Well, we can ask them nicely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't Shay live in Austin now? I wasn't sure about that. Because she was like, oh my God, I'm like, you're coming to Houston. No, I think it's Austin. Really? Okay. I. I do think she said you're in my neck of the woods or something like that to yeah. us, but I didn't know if that was. I need to. I need to like DM her. I need to text. Anyway, her. I'm gonna have a very. I'm gonna plan a very full uh, every day. It's gonna be full because I knew I want to do a lot of things uh, while we're there for sure. Yeah. So we're taking this opportunity to explore the city. Yeah, I'm gonna go get drinks in some haunted places. To see if I get haunted. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) I'll be waiting. I'll sit at the bar, wait for a ghost to come up. You know, they love, they love the non-believers. I know they love the (laughs) non-believers because I'm going to be scared the whole time. You're going to be scared and I'm going to be getting fucked. But then. By a ghost. (laughs) Something's going to happen and you're going to believe this trip is, is going to be the trip. What if that happened? This is going to be the trip that makes you believe and you're going to be so scared and um, it's going to be great. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I want to definitely get up bright and early. Oh, get our going. flight's early enough. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. We That's early- good, though. It is good. We're trying to maximize our time there. I'm just going to do a lot. I, I need to plan my little um, itinerary. You're going to have the clipboard out? Yeah, I'm going to be like... Uh- <laughs> Like a, <laughs> the cruise director the, or something. Yeah, you're going to... Okay, guys. Wake up. I'm going to give you a visor to wear. Yeah. I do need a cute little clipboard. I have like a little gray skirt. Yeah. I can get like a nautical get blouse. A, get a nautical blouse. Get a sailor blouse and, and be like... a fucking anchor yeah. on it. Hey, guys. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's it. We will be back later this week for our main episode and we had a very uh lively after show on our patreon last night it's a little unhinged in the beginning it is i got pretty upset oh yeah i mean but it's interesting i i think it's a good one it's a good after show yeah you can find that at the five dollar tier at patreon.com slash hollywood crime scene i will have a link for our patreon in the show notes Thank you for subscribing. It helps support the show. And um, we love you. Bye. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.